Hey everybody, welcome to A-Grade, the podcast where a college professor and a grade school teacher taste, review, and grade America's coffee roasters, breweries, and more. And we have new episodes every Monday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And my name, of course, is Joe, and I am, as always, of course, joined by... Hi everybody, I'm Jackie. And if you're joining us for the first time, we have four grading categories for every place we visit, and then we average out sort of our grades at the end and give you an overall assessment. If you are a returning listener, thank you for coming back because we really appreciate it. And you can check us out on any other podcast platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. And if you really enjoy the podcast, check us out on patreon.com slash agradepodcast. Leave us a tip that will go directly into finding more places to review and grade. And also check us out on Instagram at uh, agradepodcast, I believe, right? Because we post updates, pictures, previews, and of course more. But anyways, to the grading, right? Yeah, let's get into it. (laughs) (laughs) So this week, we were at Moniker Brewing Company or Brewing in Providence, Rhode Island. And that may be the first time that I've been able to say with all of my mental effort focused Moniker instead of Monkeyer. (laughs) Because surprisingly, even though I'm a writing professor, I always (laughs) mess up the name of this place since we found it online. But... I don't know. Uh, do you have any initial thoughts before we get into the grading categories for this uh, location, this um, brewery? My only question that I've been dying to ask, and you did say save it for the podcast, is yeah. what does moniker mean? That's an excellent question. Uh, it doesn't mean monkeyer, that's for sure. <laughs> I believe it's it's kind of one of those definitions that I can't get a clear definition on. And I think it it's basically a, a nickname or a pseudonym. So... It's, I've seen a lot of different oh. definitions. So you can look up a definition and we'll say, oh, uh, Professor Labs, which some students call me, that would be a moniker because it's not really my name. It's, a, it's sort of a nickname, uh, but it's a nickname that they call me. It's not my traditional nickname per se, or uh, I've read other definitions where it's a group. So it'd be something like Hoosiers would be a moniker for those people. Or something like that. Okay. So I'm not quite sure exactly who decides what that definition is in actual practice. But yeah, essentially, I guess you could think of it as a nickname. I don't know if that's what they're going for. Yeah, I'm not sure. I did look on the website to see because I am curious. I really like the idea of, you know, a a reason behind the name for a brewery. And I'm sure that there is one, but I could not find it on the website either. Yeah, that's a really interesting point because I couldn't figure it out based on whatever theme was going on there. Which I guess gets us into the our actual four categories. Yeah. So our four categories. You want to take us through? Sure. So our first category is atmosphere and ambiance. Our second is service. Then we will go into beer, and after that, food. Yeah. And as I mentioned at the beginning, we'll kind of average those out and try to come up with what we think is an accurate final letter grade among our <laughs> individual rubrics and uh, the culmination of those rubrics. So. Do you want to start with atmosphere and ambiance or do you want me to start? I think I need you to start off with this one because I think overall I am a little bit, I I want to hear your thoughts. The only thought I had really was that it was in a pretty cool industrial part of town where the brewery is a little bit of walking distance outside of the main city central and you go into a very quiet industrial part of town and the first thing i noticed that it did not feel like i was in providence anymore i felt like i was in another city like denver or indianapolis or just 
a different city instead of Providence. It didn't quite have that Providence feel like the rest of the city did, which is not good or bad. It's just an observation. Yeah, it's funny you say that because I think we both said as we walked up to the place that it felt as if we just walked into Denver specifically. I've been to Denver a few times and we actually went there together over the summer. And Denver does have a very specific, unique vibe. I'm not quite sure how I would describe it. There's tones of Midwest or Western United States, but also kind of very urban New York City, Brooklyn uh, feels in, in different areas. And that's really what I got here at this place. And I think we even joked at one point we were sitting at this table outside and I said, if you bash me over the head with a beer and I woke up and <laughs> asked you where I was and you told me Denver, I would 100% believe you. I would, in fact, probably not even think I was in Providence. And again, that was sort of the first thing that stands out to me is maybe a little bit confusing because I was thinking, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I don't think it's it's either or, but it's just a weird observation. And I, I think it... it that's almost like a style of brewery in Denver, maybe almost like I don't know if you can necessarily prescribe a, a brewery design style to any one city. Maybe you can. People who know more about craft beer probably surely have opinions on that. But in my experience so far, at least, that's really hard to pin down. And I felt like at this place, there was this open kind of garage refurbishing theme to it. It was almost like an old warehouse or auto mechanic place with that big wide garage that was up that they repurposed into a brewery. And that is sort of the vibe I get with several breweries that I think too in Denver. So I think that's maybe why we were thinking that. And then they, those areas historically or, or in the past would have large parking lots and those are repurposed into, because it's an urban space into rather than parking kind of outdoor seating and out, outdoor activities spaces. So I think that's maybe the vibe that we were picking up on there, which again, actually does work into the atmosphere and ambiance in kind of a good way because it does give you the space for not just outdoor seating, but different types of outdoor vibes and activities, which this place definitely had going on, right? Yeah, there were definitely people playing uh, cornhole in the front. Yeah, there were cornholers. 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 Yeah. Playing cornhole in the front. There was different sections. You can sit inside. You could sit out in a back, back like more formal seating area. And you could also sit, you know, or just stand up in the front. It definitely was not... A lot of breweries are first come, first serve when you go in. Yeah. And you kind of sit wherever you want. This was not that. We had to reserve a table. And I think if we didn't reserve a table much earlier in the day, we might not have had a place to sit because it was very crowded. Yeah, I feel like by the time we left, though, it was less crowded. Yes. And I actually was very confused because based on the pictures and the fact that you, it basically said reserve a table. It seemed very, ex before we got there, it seemed very exclusive. And I expected it to be almost very sleek and fancy. Kind of uh, brewery Bavana comes to mind in Raleigh, North Carolina. That's a really clean, sleek restaurant operation where you do have to reserve a table i mean they have a bar i think you can just go to maybe but in terms of their dining it's as far as i remember we had to reserve a table because it's so popular and it you're not going to get a seat necessarily if you just show up and that was kind of the vibe i was getting when we were trying to figure that out online but then when you get there again this isn't necessarily a bad thing but it was much more of the kind of it looks like a place where I don't know if everything goes is the right description, but I was surprised that there was a, a table reservation seating system. But it was good because it was pretty crowded when we got there. And again, I don't want to get too much into the service just yet, but 
it, it definitely helped that we had the reservation so that we had somewhere to sit, obviously, when we got there, because otherwise there isn't a, a huge amount of bar space. And in fact, because the bar space is being used to uh, serve beers, it's being used to order beers, it's being used to pay tabs, it's being used to buy merchandise. That's a lot going on for what's not too big of a bar counter, I think. So it's probably good that they are having some sort of system. But at the same time, it felt like they were still definitely working out kinks in their system. I think, again, it's a very new place. Yeah, they said they were, I think they were only open since January. Yeah, I, I think it was less than a year. Certainly. Yeah, less than a year. Yeah. So they were definitely working out some kinks. Uh, another part of the atmosphere and ambiance that I actually really like when a place does is that they don't have paper menus. They only have the QR code menus. Yeah. And there was one per table. And as far as atmosphere and ambiance go, I really do like that. I like being able to just look right on my phone. And we were even able to order food directly from our phone, yeah. which I really appreciate. It, but, I like that better than, yeah. but we will get I, into I that a little. Service that goes food. into serv- service as well. Yeah. But as far as, you know, just making it where you really, once you're at your table, you're kind of set and you're good. You don't have to go find a menu or anything like that. I do like that, um, you know, that experience. Yeah. So I think in terms of my grade for atmosphere and ambiance, it did. If you hadn't told me that it was a new brewery, I feel like I would have figured it out anyways, honestly. Yes. And I also have to, I want to get more into that, but I also have to bring up the fact that I was a little bit confused of like, if there was a theme, I don't think there was. Yeah. That's the thing that is, I mean, I've been to so many breweries where they, they have very specific themes with the, the, the name of the, the actual brewery and then the beer, th- how the beers are labeled and, and organized and how the art, the wall art and, and different designs are sort of thematic in that way without being too over the top. And I didn't really get any of that. It, it just kind of seemed like it was being kind of uh, maybe cool and hipster. But again, there wasn't a lot even along those lines. Like I'm trying to even remember what stood out to me. And I remember there being pretty clean tables. I remember there was a drone overhead at some point. It, I remember, I think the most, uh, maybe they were taking promotional pictures or something. I think the most distinct thematic thing I saw were, were in the bathrooms. They had knockout pictures or paintings on the wall. So funny. Of like movie scenes, basically. Like all bathroom related movie scenes. So the yeah. Jurassic Park scene where... The, the guys guy, on the toilet. The guys on the toilet when the T-Rex eats him. Yep. I mean, that scene, there wow, was Wow, wait art. a spoiler. A spoiler the movie? If, if, no, I'm kidding. Oh, they they do don't know do who's on... spoiler alert No, they don't know who's Jurassic on the toilet. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not a spoiler. Don't worry about it. Okay, good. <laughs> um, but yeah, they were very classic movie scenes, but millennial classic movie scenes. So they were paintings from Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, Jurassic Park. And I knew immediately that... Of course, a mil- this is a millennial-run brewery. It has to be because this is the type of art I would put. An older generation wouldn't know what these movies maybe even are or even a younger generation. So I thought that was just kind of funny and I would have liked a lot more touches like that. I, I want to add on what you're saying because I agree with you. And I think because there, it, not every brewery needs a theme, but because this seemed so kind of like all over the place yeah it made the overall experience to me very unmemorable yeah it was just kind of 
okay, let's just go hang out and have beers, which isn't let's a bad thing. Let's sit outside but I feel at as, picnic tables I and feel, have a beer. I feel as if you if that's going to be the theme, that there isn't necessarily a theme, you kind of want more. You want, I mean, how many places have we been to where there's there's vibes that you can engage in different ways, like giant Jenga or books you can read. Again, there was cornhole, but that was kind of the end of it that I noticed. Again, I part of the problem is I'm thinking and I can't really come up with anything else that stood out. Having said that, I, I did like how things as crowded as it was, they were still spaced out enough to feel very comfortable. But I don't want to get too much into service just yet. Uh, I'm kind of waffling with my atmosphere and ambiance grade. But I'm curious if you have other thoughts to kind of cement my comprehension of of what was going on here exactly i would have liked again as we said if there isn't a concrete theme then a little bit more different just engaging uh adornishments and activities and that sort of thing yeah i think it was a really cool space it was a fun space to hang out in the tables were comfortable but it was very unmemorable to me and i feel like there also wasn't quite a lot going on i it was crowded but I didn't feel the energy that I felt in some places that I've been to, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know. To me, I just wasn't, I wasn't completely enthralled with the atmosphere and ambiance at all. And I think because of that, I, we say a C is average. I think this atmosphere and ambiance was actually below average. Interesting. I want to mention as well, before you give a letter grade, that the bathroom situation was not ideal in my opinion and if you (laughs) (laughs) here we go (laughs) if you are a returning listener you know that i have very strong i'm the bathroom the bathroom on the bathroom review i actually have a a spinoff podcast where i review bathrooms it's called b grade for bathroom grade and uh like share and subscribe now um but maybe one day uh but a bathroom is really important especially at a brewery and there were there were two bathrooms but they were single use so there were essentially two toilets in this entire place. And there was, I don't know, at least 100 people there. Yeah. That does not seem like an, a, a reasonable toilet to person ratio. And there were lines outside. Yeah. And the toilet to person ratio. This is a whole category on the B-grade podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The rubrics are very much more specific. Yeah. You even have a scent rubric uh, category for on the rubric there. But um, that ties into my atmosphere and ambiance as well. If the bathroom line is overflowing into the beer waiting line, which it was, and it was kind of confusing, like, are you waiting for the bathroom or are you waiting to pay? Or are you waiting to order beer? There was a little bit of confusion in that way. Uh, but again, I'm, this is why I'm a little torn because I'm confused how to sort of mitigate that with the fact that I did like the outdoor spaces. I really appreciated how well spread out it was, but it was very just kind of what it was. They were just regular tables. They were clean. So I, I don't know if you have I, other thoughts. No, I, I'm taking all this stuff in and putting it all together in my head. And I feel really confident with giving this a C minus. Interesting. For atmosphere and ambiance. I was going to say a C just because, and again, when we say C, that's satisfactory. That means it's up to standard. And I did like how comfortable I was there in addition to those things that I felt like kind of threw me off. So that's why I kind of balance out to just satisfactory. Again, I would have liked those other things to be a little bit different, but I did still feel comfortable there. I did like that there were some different things going on but like we said for all of those reasons it doesn't really rise to 
a really great vibe in, in terms of my experience that I've had at some other breweries that, again, whether they have a specific theme or, again, they have other things going on, it sort of takes it to the next level, in my opinion. Yeah. And I think, you know, you want to give them a little bit of leeway because they are a new place. But we have been to a lot of places recently that have not been open for a long time and are still doing it right. Yeah. And that's the other. Can I start talking about service? Yeah, let's a get right into service because this bleeds in. Yeah, so that was the other thing that sort of affects my atmosphere and ambiance grade is honestly, I we've been to so many breweries at this point that we've kind of seen the full spectrum, right? In terms of service interactions and some that are really phenomenal off the scale, A-grade service experiences and some that are pretty much absolute trash. Um, this was kind of somewhat all over the place for me. Because I felt as if they were very helpful. They were very sort of uh, coordinating. And I feel as if they were really still trying to figure a lot of stuff out. But it there was almost a sort of stress in the air. And yeah. it, it was very palpable. You're right. Like, I would try to say thank you or, or ask a question. And the, they were kind of staring off into space almost. I don't know if maybe, again, there's lots of reasons why you might feel... Uh, stressed and tired and overworked in any service uh, business or industry. But it almost felt like I was kind of a burden in some ways. And I, I hate saying that. But again, this is just my experience as a customer. It could be the time of day. It could be a lot of factors. But that is... And, and we we've, we say this all the time too as teachers uh, or myself as a college professor and you as a grade school teacher, we're very attuned to picking up on vibes and sort of what people are putting out. And I did sort of feel that that kind of stress in the air. I don't know if I'm quite describing it right, but it it was um, it was just kind of weird to me. And I, I think, again, the person who actually took our order and was talking to us about beer, that was kind of the best. It was. Part of the service it was experience. The best she was it. really kind of uh, fantastic. But again, everything else going on, and they were super helpful. Like they were still doing their their jobs and everything. But even when they went to clean, I don't know if you noticed when one of the staff went to clean the table, he kind of walked by and like panic squirted very aggressively his sanitizer. I get it's it's a busy environment, but there was just something about that atmosphere, that tone that kind of made me feel again like I said almost like a burden well yeah and I, I'm so glad you said that because I couldn't quite put my finger on what I felt there yeah I don't and know if I'm right yeah I don't you know if are. I'm describing it right no but. I didn't have the words for it until you just explained it because that's exactly what it was even when we had our table that we had reserved he showed us a picture of the outdoor seating arrangement and he said here's your table. He pointed to it. He said, there's going to be a row of three. You're the one in the middle. Mm -hmm. So we had to kind of seat ourselves. Yeah, we weren't we, really sure even then. We walked because... out there and I was like, Joe, I don't see any rows of threes. I see rows of four. And now I'm trying to do math and, and now that's not good. We're I, not math teachers. I'm carrying my flight and I, I don't know which table is right and I don't want to mess them up because yeah. they seem busy. And like if if it's... I, I didn't understand like why even bother reserving a table just let people sit where they want if you're really busy I maybe think, yeah like there might have been some some things that they need to work out it seemed but to you're me right like, about the stress yeah it seemed to me like there were a lot of and it was cool that they were trying they were clearly trying a system and it's clearly not perfected so i appreciate that part of it that they're they're trying to coordinate it and again they they were still helpful in that way but i 
you know, other than that, I felt really, I mean, how many places have we been to where you want to talk to the, the bartenders or the servers and they want to talk to you? I didn't really get any of that. No, I think if we would have asked them any questions, it would have been very annoying to them. Yeah, I, I think I, I tried to, I, I might have asked one or two questions, but there just wasn't a give and take, a back and forth. No, and... I don't know. Yeah, I was... You're completely right. It was a little uncomfortable. Yeah, which I understand it's busy, but uh, like I said before, I'm coming at this from just my experience as a customer. Peconic was busy, and we sat and talked to the owner, Jeff, for For 15, 20, 15 minutes. Maybe 15 minutes, yeah. You know? it. Yeah. And he didn't seem stressed out. Like, it's normal for a brewery to be busy. It's a good thing. But when you feel that stress... And I mean, listen, I think about it in my classroom. I come into the classroom sometimes if I had a bad night or if I have a lot of my mind. I'm stressed out. Guess who's going to feel it? My students. And all of a sudden, the entire vibe of my classroom changes. So since we're kind of talking about grades and we're relating it to what we do at work, I think that's a good analogy. I felt the stress emanating in this brewery and i didn't have the quite words for it until you you know you explained before yeah so this is a tough one for me because i i think if i just looked thought about the service from that perspective i would probably give it lower than a c yeah but they were still efficient which is quite impressive given again how busy it is and how new it seems like some of these adjustments are that maybe they're trying to make and again the uh, person who took our order she was super helpful and she was the best part of the service experience yeah by far i would say so uh, again i have to sort of think about weighing those elements and i feel like i could go anywhere from <laughs> like i could say anywhere from like d range to uh maybe even a little bit above c range so i think i'm gonna go c for service because again i i think she sort of saved the day honestly um, and, and those other reasons, I think, just keeps it from elevating uh, f- further than that, maybe. I agree. I, I, I definitely agree. I'm going to actually go with a C minus, though, because I okay. do think, just like I felt about the atmosphere and ambiance, C is average. This was slightly below average, in my opinion. And it would have been a lot worse if it wasn't for the that one girl, beer tender, that oh, we I had. Agree. Yeah. And and you know it was easy to order food so that's good the food did take a little while i think it took almost an hour it almost an hour to get food yeah so i think c minus is being really fair well and they also really didn't really fair didn't have that that they had other food there but they ran out yeah which was weird but i'm gonna count that as part of food not I service don't know. <laughs> i don't know yeah i i agree i think c minus is really lenient and i i'm we're lucky I'm not coming in super hot because I think I might have gone lower. It does but feel hot. A C minus is. <laughs> well, no, that's is where I, I'm at. I think it's fair for the reasons that we said. Again, uh, me saying C is actually a really great grade. That's saying that it's it's satisfactory. Anything satisfactory or higher is really good. It means that you're you're going above just normal expectations for what a, a brewery should be doing. So I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. And that leaves us with uh, beer. Beer. Beer, which. I think, honestly, uh, beer was by far the best part of the experience. I agree. I don't even think it's close to these other categories. And we did two flights, which thankfully they have flights because as we've been experiencing, for whatever reasons, a lot of breweries don't do flights and it can get very confusing and you can then only have so much beer. So basically, for those of you who don't know, a flight is 
sometimes they give you a little board or a little kind of container and you can choose usually it's anywhere between four and six beers and they give you smaller pours so they're usually four or five six ounces maybe even uh, but usually smaller than that like four or five ounces and so you get to try all their beers because it's a brewery they're trying to feature all sorts of different beers that they have most breweries have at least eight or nine or even more breweries uh, uh beers sorry beers available to try so it makes sense that you want people to try all the different styles of beer that you're you're uh you're making so we immediately saw that they had flights which is a great sign because again you can't hide behind one beer people are going to be trying all your beers and like i said uh the server she had uh, at the bar she had some recommendations when we asked which was great and we wound up getting there were i think 10 beers available and we wound up getting two five beer flights so we, so we tried every beer <laughs> on the menu we tried every one yeah which is really great because we've been to some places where you know even a couple we went to tilted barn and i wasn't able to try all the different beers i didn't find one i loved which held back your score which held back my score yeah whereas here well you know tilted barn probably had a more you know maybe even better beers but i didn't get to try them all so yeah. I, I feel like I even enjoyed this experience more because I was able to try every single beer and I found a few that I loved. Yeah. And that's really how I felt too. I think the first flight, we kind of loved everything in it yes. because we chose the ones out of the 10 that we thought we would like. And then the second flight, we were kind of like, meh. Yeah. They were they were fine. all very just fine, like kind of average. But I would say the first flight was pretty outstanding, honestly. Really I, good. I really enjoyed the first five that we had and my favorite the i always say if i can remember uh, the beers that i had the next day that means that they were fantastic because we've been to so many places where by the next day i sometimes say wait what did we drink what that's kind of how i felt about the atmosphere and ambiance here i'm like what did it yeah, look like exactly but the yeah. beer i remember the, but the beer you remember so my favorite that i remember was they had a smoked hell's oh, style yeah. and it was this this hell's style beer and it had this very smoky, it was almost like a crisp, smoky vibe to it where you would taste it on the finish and even as an aftertaste. It was, but it was strangely refreshing. And it, it almost reminded me of when you drink uh, peaty or, or smoky scotch. And it, again, it had the Hell's uh, uh, style of flavor to it, but this kind of smoky infusion vibe to it. I thought, and I say this as well, when I try a beer that I think is A grade, I say, wow. And to me, somebody who likes that style, a, a Hell's style beer, that was a wow beer for me. And so unique. Very, I've never I've never good. seen a smoked Hell's on a menu. They have them. It's definitely a thing. Yeah. But I, I don't think I've had one done that well. I've had them at other places around the country. And I think, oh, that's pretty cool. That's actually really good. But I don't think I had one as good as that one. Yeah, and I don't generally like the smoked flavor, but I could tell how well this was made. Yeah. This was a really good smoked hells. Yeah. My favorite beer, actually, which is shocking, my favorite beer on the menu was their Precision Engineering, which was an IPA. Which is stunning. Stunning! Because IPAs are one of... It's not that you don't like IPAs, but IPAs are often just too hoppy for I feel you. like I'm all over the place, but like I didn't really like any of the IPAs at Tilted Barn, but I loved this IB- IPA here. I will, Do you have any like feedback on that? Because you're more yeah. of the 
the precise beer person. I will say, as somebody who does like IPAs, I still don't like IPA-style beers. Uh, for those of you who don't know, they're very hoppy, so they sometimes taste very bitter. And I don't like the ones that are too hoppy and wind up being too bitter to the detriment of the flavors of the hops and of the beer. This one was so expertly balanced where you could actually taste flavors within the beer. And that's what an IPA should be doing. It shouldn't just be hoppy for the sake of being hoppy. It should have these flavor profiles. Does it say on their menu what which hops that one beer used? Because I think it was several. Yeah. And and that's Number really... Number nine. Yeah. And that's really impressive to, to mix together. So they had Citra Incognito, Holcone, Eldorado, Mosaic, and Centennial. Uh, those are all hops I've had in different types of beers. I, I don't know if I've had them all together in that specific arrangement, but I agree. One of the better IPAs I've had in a long time, and I agree with you compared to Tilted Barn, it was right up there with the best that we had at Tilted Barn, if not even better, maybe. I, I enjoyed it, and I don't generally yeah. enjoy IPAs, and it was... It was just so refreshing. Yeah. And the, a, a couple others that I really... The Hef? The, the banana? Hef, the Hefeweizen, flavors of banana, clove, and bubblegum. I, I didn't really get so much the bubblegum. But, but that banana? The banana, yeah. And that seems to be a thing. We've been finding that more and more uh, Hefeweizens that you uh, have banana flavor or yeah. whatever. And that's been... Um, some of them do it better than others. I thought they did a fantastic job with this one. And the cream ale, the, the debut single Nitro cream ale, really good. Really good. Very crushable, right? Yeah, Especially really good. Especially a little warmer weather. Uh, so these beers seemed really good for the time of year, too, because mm -hmm. it, it was still pretty warm out uh, when we went. So overall, some really interesting uh, diversity of styles here, too. Yeah, they had Pilsners. They had a Stout. They had IPAs, double IPAs. And I also, you know, our the one server who took our order she did give us the recommendation for that ipa that i i really enjoyed and she was right she said it's selling really fast she was spot on she yeah. was spot on it's it was probably their best beer yeah so uh i don't know <laughs> I, great for do you have other comments on the beer no but i feel like the beer was my favorite part of this experience i agree and i feel yeah. like i would go back there and you know keep trying different beers um, I'm between two grades. I think it's also a great place to probably get cans just to go. Right. And we did. If it, Especially if it's busy, just get cans to go and hang out with your friends or whatever. If you bring a lot of these beers to your friends or whatever, they'll be very happy. I agree. That's a really good point. Yeah. And, and again, I think there were some that I liked more than you did. Uh, there was a German Pilsner. There was an Italian Pilsner. I thought those weren't as good as the ones that we've mentioned so far, but they were still, in my opinion, for those styles of beer, really good. The The stout was strange because it said made with fearless, fearless fish market clamshells. I think that was the fish market across the street. Yes. But I don't know what was going on with uh, why clamshells. I have no idea. And I didn't drink it because as we kind of talked about last week, I'm allergic to fish. Well, the thing about that is that I... Again, it tasted like a dry stout to me, and it was good. I actually liked it, but I don't know. I didn't understand. Maybe clamshells are a requisite for that style of stout exactly. I have no idea, uh, but I, I thought that was just kind of weird, but it was still good. I still I still really liked it. So I'm kind of torn between two grades, two, and I, I, I wonder what you think about the factor that the other two IPAs to me were on... The one IPA we had that we really liked... I would say that was an AIPA. Agreed. Like, it was fantastic. It was wow. The other two IPAs we had, honestly, 
I would say they were C's. Yeah, to the point like, where they were they were fine. You, you Maybe actually, C plus. You actually like, warned me. You were like, Jackie, don't even try it. You're not yeah. gonna like it. <laughs> I was and like, there's I no way. I think I made a face after I yeah. tried both of them. But see, this is why it's so hard because if we were in a rush and we were doing other grades and we just got a flight of those five, I know my grade for for their beer. Yeah. But with all of them taken and again, it's it's sort of not fair because they do offer the flights and they're not hiding behind the their you know their one good beer or flagship beer because other places can do that they can say well we don't do flights but this one is the, our best one and you're like all right i guess i'll try your two best we got to try every single beer yeah it's really hard i mean and you also have to consider the fact that keep in mind too that the their best ipa was their newest one and they are a new brewery so that's a factor too um i i, I enjoyed the beer here I was gonna I really get. Enjoyed the beer uh, here. I think I. I think just talking this out and hearing your thoughts, I'm gonna give them a B plus. Yeah. See, I'm torn between. I can just say my grade. Can I think out loud a little? You sure can. Okay. That's the whole I don't point of spo- this. I don't, don't want to spoil you, it. Well, what's the alternative? You just think in your head, and you. We just have radio silence for. <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun. Oh, I can't do copyright music. <laughs> um, because uh, like I said, that that IPA, a great IPA, that smoked hells. In my opinion, that's A-grade. an that's an A grade beer. Mm. A lot of the others, uh, the cream ale, maybe A minus. I don't know. It was still really good. The Hefeweizen, maybe A minus. A lot of the others, average. Like yeah, okay. So, uh, like, are are a couple A's enough to give their overall beer experience an A minus versus a B plus? I don't know. So I'm gonna go with. <sighs> I wish I had tried the lager. But they only had it in cans. Yeah. So it looked really good. That was the first one I wanted. We did want the lager. Yeah. That was the first one I wanted. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go B plus because the other two IPAs... It's not... Like if the other two IPAs were... I, I was still thinking... If I still felt the these are great, they're just not nearly as good as this A grade one, I would probably say, okay, it's an A minus brewery in terms of the beer as it exists right now, but because they were so just not to that excellent standard of uh, what that, that one IPA was again, that one IPA, I think really brings it up. And that smoked hells really brings it up. I feel like in another six months or a year, this is going to be an a grade beer brewery. I agree. Yeah. Uh, The best part of this brewery was the beer. And that's the point of a brewery. Oh, a hundred percent. Right. Yeah. So I think a B plus for both of us is very fair. Yeah. I I think that's just the reality of where their beer is at right now. And I mean, that's not, again, a bad thing. I mean, we did a, what did we give the review of when we went to Peconic County Brewing? I think we gave the beer a B plus. We did. And the owner DM'd us and he was like, I agree. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> we were worried that he would dm when we saw his dm uh-oh yeah what if he doesn't like we're our like, grade? No, but like a b plus we still love a beer when yeah. we're having a b and plus. he said he agreed with he actually listened to our episode and he agreed with what we said about the beer and that he said that like, this is why he's trying different things and he's trying and he's got things. a new team in yeah and he's really excited to be working with his new team that he hired yeah. so you know he actually said he growing was, pains yeah he yeah. actually said he was glad that we like that we were at where we were at with the beer because it was a sign that what he's been changing is working. And we agreed because we had been to that brewery pretty much when they opened. And we remembered saying, well, that's like some of these beers. If we gave when we first went there, when they opened, if we gave the beer grade, it would be like a C plus B minus. And when we went there last time and we actually did a podcast episode, we 
were kind of shocked that it had improved so much. Again, it wasn't quite next tier God level, but it's it was certainly vastly improved from when it started, right? And it, and it really goes to show how important the service is in general, because we didn't even get a chance to talk to anybody at Moniker Brewing. Mm-hmm. So we don't even know what their thoughts are about their beers yeah. because we couldn't talk to anybody. Yeah. And I know they were busy, but you know, this is why service bleeds into every grade, as yeah. we say. And it's that just reminds me again. Yeah, definitely a factor. Uh, but I, that, yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Food. Oh, food. Yeah, I, I want to hear your thoughts on food. Oh, no. Why are you giving me a silent stare? I have thoughts on the food. Okay. I, I'll, I'm going to just make this brief. Okay. When you get food, you there's a really cool system where you have a QR code. You find the menu on your phone. You order on your phone. They bring it right to your table. The place that you order from is down the street. I guess they have like a collaboration going with the brewery. Yeah. Pretty cool setup. Really cool theory. setup. But... Number one, we were starving, which is our fault, kind of. But it took at least an hour to get our food. I don't know if it took at least an hour, but it was it was approaching an hour. It was approaching an hour. It, it took was a, a really while. long time to get our yeah, food. It was a while, yeah. From when we hit like order till when we got it, yeah. And the other big beef I have, get it, beef, food. Because you got a burger. Is that we we got a burger but there was no options for french fries. That was weird. So we were that also took us some time because we were struggling figuring out their ordering system because they would say that you could get chicken tenders with fries. That was an option you could click on, but there was no option to get a side of fries. So you had to get just whatever they were offering, but it's not like it was an outrageous pairing. You're not at a dim sum restaurant and you need certain things to be with certain things. I don't know. Maybe there's a good reason for this, but... Where are the french fries with my burger? Does I don't anyone know. out there eat a burger without french fries? And the weird thing was, again, this is why... The, like, what? It was almost just kind of a... A, a hipster vibe where when you went to order you d- could order chips with your burger and it said voodoo like under fry options there were two buttons and you could click voodoo or evil eye i was like which one is a french fry i said what is a voodoo or an evil eye and apparently we had to google their brands of their chip companies but and they're just bags of chips little bags of chips or whatever but i had no idea what that meant or why that mattered. i was like is one of these a french fry is one yeah, a waffle no, I, fry? I thought it, I, I thought it, I, I assumed that oh maybe it's a cool style of New England fry or something or potato, and I think you had you went to the other stand or the actual there was food like a stand. food there was like a food stand that was also there. This is completely separate, and but I, they were out of food. They were out of food, <laughs> which was weird. It was what six o'clock, six thirty, and somebody on the line when I was waiting for beer was beefing because. Beefing. I, I think they she was saying that this is ridiculous this is every time we come here they say when when we look ahead i think they check the website that the food would be available till seven but then they're out but then they meant that you could still order food through this qr code thing and they were confused it was very confusing <laughs> everybody yeah. was a little confused yeah we look like we were the only people that actually ordered food there. I did not see a lot of people eating food. I think people maybe brought food. Uh, when we walked in, I saw this. I thought it was a bucket of really cool looking potato chips, which I think was from that other place. Again, a lot of confusion here. 
long story short where we, are my french fries yeah long story short Sorry. we didn't get the french fries we wound up getting the voodoo chips i think because those other food stand people recommended it and when the burger finally came with the voodoo chips i just opened it and ate one and i was pretty furious because then i looked at the bag and the food stand person again they had told you oh get the voodoo chips they're good i don't blame them at all but i was not happy with these chips because again maybe people love them but i almost briefly disgustingly looked over the label and it was sugar dextrose like all these sweeteners and they were sweet there was chips. probably like 45 ingredients they, they tasted like sugar chips they yeah. were sweet chips and that's the last thing i want with a burger i and a beer and uh, yeah, I really just want a crisp potato-y chip that tastes like potato. Like either a plain potato trip chip or fries that are made from potatoes. Yeah. And it's not like, again, I I guess I should have Googled it and looked up voodoo chips more in depth. Uh, no, I'm just trying to order. I'm also getting <laughs> a little chips drunk with, because I'm yeah. trying to wait for food to come. Yeah. Yeah. So that was weird. Having said that, the, the burger, burger, the burger was pretty good. Really good. Yeah, it was. Pr- it was. It was actually a pretty good burger. So. I was uh, happy with that. I don't think there were utensils or anything. We kind of had to just... I think I looked at you and I said, do you want to just eat this like animals? <laughs> and you actually said, why don't we eat this like animals and then let's leave and go get food somewhere. Yeah. We actually said that. Yeah. It was not enough. The beer was not enough to like keep us there for yeah. another drink. We Or the atmosphere leave, and vibe. Or the atmosphere yeah. and vibe wasn't enough to keep yeah. us there for another drink. We were like... And let's just eat this burger. No, let's let's scarf let's it like animals. Scarf this down, chug our beer, yeah. and go find somewhere else that's to exactly go. That's exactly what we did. We did leave. <laughs> yeah. Um. So uh, for... I feel the way I felt about when you don't have a pretzel at the German brewery. Oh yeah, that's we... how I felt about the French fries. We did go to a German. Uh, it was a German themed brewery, at least, and they were out of pretzels, and you were pretty outraged. I'm still mad about it. This is how I feel about the French fries. <laughs> I'm outraged. Um, you know what? I will say it. It was an uh, an above average burger. It was a really good. Burger. It was a really good. So burger. I don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, like, again, what would satisfactory be? Satisfactory would be that. It met all of my expectations. It met very few of my expectations, but the burger was fantastic. So I'm confused how much to weigh the burger in with the fact that there were a lot of challenges along the road. <laughs> so I think I'm just going to say C for cheeseburger. Oh, and I'm going to say C minus for cheeseburger minus fries. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That's the, one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> that's that's amazing. That was very... You've been hanging out with me way too long. That was brilliant. Um, yeah, I think... Again, it really fair. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I mean, I, we, I, and like, it is important to note that we actually did decide to leave. Yeah, we I was done by then. Leave. Yeah, we we were not there for that long, and we did decide to leave. Yeah. So I I think overall, if you're going to go to this brewery, um, it's pro- I would imagine it's continuing to evolve and update and and whatever. But to me, it's really about the beers, and I would highly recommend it for that reason. And the vibes were good in the sense that the the people there all seemed pretty friendly. There were dog people in the corner, chilling with their dog, doing dog tricks and stuff. It was it was a good vibe for sure, but it wasn't again a place where I would go every weekend to hang out with my friends or even really to meet up for a beer. I mean, maybe once in a while. But I feel like I would maybe go more there again for cans, like cans of really good beer. Like I would go there to try a flight of new stuff every once in a while and then say, okay, I want those cans. Yeah. 
But other than that, uh, until it maybe finds its footing a little bit more, that's sort of what I took out of it. And you overall. know, it, this is interesting because I think that even though I didn't like the beers at Tilted Barn as much as I like the beers here, I'd much rather go chill at Tilted Barn. There's oh, a lot 100%. of there's a lot of cool breweries yeah. in Providence that we didn't really get a chance to check out a lot because we were there on a Monday and it was Labor Day, so a lot were closed for the holiday, but. I would definitely go to Tilted Barn or go check out a new brewery before I'd go back here. Yeah, definitely. Uh, that's that's sort of my feeling on it too. Like if you're in the city, check it out for sure. But I, I don't know. There might be... Again, I definitely want to go back to Providence and check out some other places too. But the beer stands on its own for sure. And it's yeah. only going to get better. So that's a great sign. So let's do a three, two, one for our final score. Well, what are our individual oh, grades? Yeah. yeah. Okay. For each category. So for I forgot. <laughs> me too. <laughs> for atmosphere and ambiance, you said C. I mm-hmm. said C minus. Okay. For service, you said C. I said C minus. Okay. For co- uh coffee. Beer, you said B plus. I said B plus. Okay. Food, you said C. I said C minus. Okay. So I had I had C, C, B plus, C. Yes. And I had C minus, C minus, B plus, C minus. And in, interesting okay. enough to say that the okay. the beer is the highest, the B plus. You're going to disagree with my final grade. Maybe not. You might. Uh, I, I'm ready. You're going to disagree with my final grade. Three, two, one. Three, two, one grade. Yes. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. one. B minus. Told you. We were pretty close. That's a that's a full letter grade off almost. No. No, it goes B minus. C oh yeah, that is close. C. Yeah, that close. is close. Yeah. That is close. Yeah, again, I struggle. I feel like I say this all the time. I struggle to, but it's true. I struggle to give a place that has B plus beer because to me, that's the final product and that's really what matters because you can still go. Like if a place has an awesome vibe and they have trash beer, I'm still not going to go there, right? Like if the place is hopping and it's cool and you can play games and Jenga and all those other things I want, puppy shows and whatever. um, If the beer is garbage beer, I'm still not going to go there. But if a place like th- like that, again, it's whatever, or I don't even want to stay, I just want to get beer, I still have the beer to rely on. So that's why I say I struggle to give a place that I would give the beer B plus m- more than a-, a letter grade off for overall. So that's why I go with B minus, because again, I'm looking at it from the perspective that, well, the beer is kind of the anchor or the cornerstone and all of those other things. Again, they're important. They're huge. But... Uh, the, the beer is sort of what I, I come back to. I, having said that, I think you're you're certainly fair in your assessment. For yeah, and reasons. I what, the way you're explaining it, I think a B plus. Uh, I'm sorry, a B minus may be more accurate than a C. I may be grading them a little bit too harshly. Yeah, but the experience but matters. The experience does matter to me. And you know, if you take our two grades, our total grades, and we average them out, it would bring us to a C plus. So we could say that overall is a C plus. I, I'm also very comfortable saying that overall we would grade this as a B minus because I do agree. I came in a little hot because of the French fries. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you wanted hot French fries. I really wanted French fries. Fair enough. And when I'm on vacation, it's the only time I eat French fries. So That's not true. Yeah, that's not true. <laughs> yeah. See, now you're a liar too. <laughs> so I think I'm I'm okay with giving it a... If you feel very strongly about the B minus as opposed to a C plus, I think that I could stand by that for our final grade. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's difficult to say for sure because I think all of the... Uh, but at the fact... If this was like a five-year-old brewery, 
I would say, no, it's let's average out lower because these are things that they should have figured out by now. But I think, again, there are all of these these other sort of tertiary factors considering the fact that it is so new. Um, I mean, Peconic is new. Fondati is new. It's very true. We've been and to a lot of new places. they've got these figured out. They, they've got it figured out. Or if they don't have it figured out exactly yet, they're still outstanding. Six Harbors is not that, you know, hasn't been open that long. Yeah. These are really good places. Yeah, that's true. Okay. What did you say? I said C. You said B minus. So, so we can average so it out C to plus. a C plus. C plus. I think that's fair. I think that's really fair. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, Again, good beer. Good beer. Check it out. Yeah. Check out the beer. Maybe you'll go and have a different experience. Yeah. You know, let us know if you've gone there and it's been, you know, a more cohesive experience. You know, if you agree or disagree with our our grades, if we're being, you know, too harsh, too lenient, let us know what you think. Yeah. And uh, I guess that's everything, right? I think that's everything. Yeah. So thank you so much for joining us this week. We'll be back next week as always, uh, Monday, 9 a.m., eastern standard time so if you enjoyed this episode we hope to see you then and again as we mentioned at the beginning if you want to help fuel our craft beer and coffee roaster endeavors uh donate on patreon leave us a tip uh, patreon.com slash a grade podcast every tip will go into fueling like i said these experiences further and we have a lot more to come we yes, have some, we, do. Uh, <laughs> we have a, a growing list of locations we want to check out some weeks we do coffee roasters, some weeks we do breweries, but we go back and forth. And we will mix in some other places eventually. We have some pizza places in mind. Yes. Some other food and drink. Some restaurants. Yeah, locations. Might throw in uh, a couple curveballs here and there. Oh, yeah. So uh, you have to follow the podcast to listen to them all, folks. Yeah, like, subscribe, share. Let us know yeah. what you think. Give us some feedback. You know, we're open to it. Yeah. And uh, until next time, thanks again for joining us. Stay safe out there. Drink well. Be well. And hope to see you then. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.